Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. think we should first start by saying shout out to our brothers and sisters of pride month mm. because you know it's been a little damper yeah usually it's a little bit more lively Way more lit but um pride month was started out of a riot so it's only right that a riot's going on in the month of pride yeah um I've se- I've still seen some pretty good like parade turnouts though. I appreciate also the solidarity yeah. with the LGBTQ plus community, uh, the non-white members of it. I mean the non-black members of it. It's been solidarity, and I that's just dope. Yeah. Um, in the midst of us having crazy weeks, I kept forgetting to give that shout out. <laughs> no, we we did we gave a shout out, but it wasn't. We didn't we didn't do it justice. So it's been rough. <laughs> yeah. This so, whole month has felt like a battle. A year. Yeah. Honestly. Like Ooh shit. It's the craziest year in my life. <laughs> this is a lot, my nigga. Like <laughs> every day is Who would have ever thought pandemic would be out here bringing on a <laughs> the revolution, revolution. <laughs> of our lifetimes, like what how do we how do you deal how do you deal with your mind in the midst of a pandemic and a revolution i don't know it's it's crazy i'm having a hard time i'm not even gonna lie like i have a wedding this this weekend and i'm honestly kind of nervous about going to auburn which is the place i went to school i'm nervous about going because like so many shit so many things are just happening to women out here. You know what I'm saying? Like Auburn is a very white place. Yeah. Um Auburn I mean, right or wrong. Auburn kinda seems a little bit more progressive though. Then. Yeah. Uh I think I'm more so worried about the drive on the way there. Like I just don't want any yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I just wanna get there and back. No trouble, <laughs> no Yeah. No stops. Which I'm, I don't really get stopped by the police, thank God. But it is kind of giving me that anxiety, like everything that's happening. This, this. Whew. Yeah, I've been uh, like not followed, but police have definitely been trailing me. Mm. Like I'm more aware of how much they trail me lately. That anxiety is just like the worst. Especially for me, because I literally work around police officers all the time. Mm-hmm. And so leaving work, I'm likely to get ridden for a while. Usually, I think uh, my chance sticker helps me a little bit. Yeah. And then they might think I'm also staying because our trucks are kind of similar. similar. Yeah, that's true, too. 
So, but yeah, it is intense. And I am taking uh, this Friday, Juneteenth off <laughs> for a black a mental awareness day. Mm. I think I think it's very necessary. I'm very proud of you for doing this because for one, you rarely take off work. Right. But especially to like do something for yourself. And so I think I think that's important, number one, but for it to be like Juneteenth. Bro, and it's on a fucking Friday. I know. Man, this Friday finna be black as fuck, bro. Yeah. Right. Y'all um let us know if y'all have any plans. I don't know by the time y'all hear this, it might be too late. Yeah. But um yeah, it's going to be lit. Like <sighs> We're building a playlist also. We gotta get some Jamaican food or yes. something. We gotta, we gotta really like, we gotta make this a, a moment. It, yeah, I wish it was like a black club I could go to. That uh, <laughs> like somebody just needs to have a club set up, but like there's a room with a projector screen just playing like black ass <laughs> movies in the background. Yes. Um. Ask for people to come in costume, like people come as Black Panthers. Like, <laughs> if I had the money, I would put that shit on, like Bruh. Black Panther Civil Rights Era costume party. Okay, we oh. can start with that. Like, if we had unlimited money, can you imagine the afros up in there, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> if you had unlimited money, how dope would June? And then, if it wasn't in the middle of a pandemic, how dope would Juneteenth be? Bruh. Like, I just, like, for the movies playing up on the projector, you just have to have, like, some old 70s movies. Like, the Mac. Just right in the middle. Shaft. Like, all the dope shit. All the shit. Hell yeah. The, uh, the Black Wizard of Oz. (laughs) The Wiz, yeah. The Wiz, my nigga. Uh, can a brand new day. Yeah, I would, I would. I would rent out. So this is this is what I would do if I was gonna throw like <laughs> a legit Juneteenth event. I would rent out um, somewhere like the VBC or one of those one of those suites in the Westin, and like have different rooms of just like black shit. Like <laughs> that would be we dumb. would have like black cinema and like shit like that in this room. The the music. Like everything that came out of just like black rage and like you know what I'm saying yeah. like the history of America essentially <laughs> everything dope has come from black people. I would like I would kind of want to have like almost like a Huntsville Afro punk. Ooh, that would be dope, especially in Big Spring Park. Yeah, Huntsville Chella. Huntsville Chella. <laughs> Huntschella. <laughs> that should be dope as H Chella. Just have a dope ass festival. Man. I hope we I hope we get big enough I to know. like throw a dope ass <laughs> block party. Yeah. Because we gonna claim it. We're gonna be able to do this next Juneteenth. Ooh shit. And it's gonna be a suburban blast. Ooh, it's gonna be dope as fuck. A suburban block party. Nigga, oh. that just the ring that's manifesting manifesting <laughs> be Simone 
Speaking of uh, manifesting, um, how you manifest yourself into a scammer? <laughs> like this shit has gone all the <laughs> way left, like so fast, bruh. Like, bruh, she's like a Scooby Doo villain. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? And it just keeps like the more she tries to make it better and like explain herself, it just gets worse. And I'm like, girl, I promise there's so much going on in the world right now. If you just chilled out for like a month or two, you'd be good. We would forget all of this bullshit. Like, you saw we ain't mentioned Doja Cat at all. At all. And I'm still here to say so. That was only what, like two weeks ago? Yeah. And I'm still here to say so all over the place. This is the time where you can act up. This is a, like, I put this on Twitter today. I said, my advice for B. Simone is to lay low on her personal page. Like, literally, don't post anything. Just go away for about a month, but still continue to push her brands. So, her beauty brand. And then she has a closet page where basically she just sells clothes that she has. It's like unworn um she has a huge closet page and then she just bought that big ass co-working space i'm like now is the time for you to just like really for real get in your bag like only promote what's making you money make this money while people are like super pro black business yes and then pop back up in two months you know so yeah. pop back up in the when the weather change bitch like right. <laughs> <laughs> when the weather change you change bitch and then you know what i'm saying don't say nothing else about it but you keep trying to and this is the thing is she, she keeps trying to play it off like it's not affecting her like it's all right. love like i'm just you know i'm not upset this, just, this that, and the other because you know i'm this is myself i'm just being true to myself and i've always been true to myself and blah 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 and i'm learning and yada yada and i'm like okay girl like <laughs> We can see you breaking down. We know. But you can't do all this and in the same breath say that you're not affected and it's not bothering you and you're going to keep doing what you're doing and you still have supporters. Like, sure, you have supporters still, but not the same amount you had last month. Um, but it's it's getting worse where I don't even know if she can get into her brand back. Her brand is kind of ruined. It's kind of screwed. Like but, now people are looking at her sideways. Yeah. Cause they are, I know they already had the, somebody had allegations that she was just getting stuff off AliExpress and reselling it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And now you got the thing with the plagiarism. Yeah. Well. It's, and then also it's, it's very cannibalistic to see <laughs> influencers eat off other content creators. And in, in, in this day and age, expect for no one to notice. Right. Like you are literally promote. You're, you're literally using the internet to promote your book. How are you going to promote something that somebody else did on the internet and not expect for them <laughs> to ever see? You can't do that nowadays. Like right. the internet is forever and the internet will tell on your ass. It's just like uh, in the greatest movie ever, the social network. When uh, the girl told Mark Zuckerberg, the internet is written in ink. Mm. It's like, yeah, he, this shit is not going to go away. Can't erase it. And now you're trying to gaslight us <laughs> uneffectively. Like, and then act like this shit. Like, she said the thing about, uh, didn't she say that uh, she had let other people do the book or whatever? 
Yeah, she said she she hired a design firm, and she didn't know that they had used this. But wasn't it her design firm? Because I saw one thing where they said her lawyer is there. Right now, I don't I don't know about I don't know the details about that. But even if it wasn't. Just because you're hiring somebody to do some work for you does not mean that you don't still have to oversee their work. Right. Like whenever anybody is writing anything, they have people to make sure that what they're trying to put out is not already out here under somebody else's name. Like even on our level, not necessarily to make sure we're not stealing, but like when guests come on, we ask them what they want in or out. Right. And it's important because your image is all you have. Boom. So I don't want to ruin somebody else's image. So that's another just as being a content creator, which I hate that word. But it is what it is. is. It's certain ethics. Yeah, but then you also have to realize even on top of all that, ruining somebody else's experience ruins our experience exactly because you know what i'm saying you say one wrong thing or include something that was unwanted when you could have just done a quick like run through a quick double check you upset somebody they're gonna talk shit about you to other people and like word of mouth like people love running with drama and a and a negative story so as soon as somebody says like oh i had a bad experience here because you know, these niggas did that and I asked them to do this and yada, yada, yada. They got me out here. So now I got to hire. Like people will run with that faster than anything else. So yeah. one bad experience could really fuck us up. And I feel like that that is on us. No matter who we have on here, that's on us because we're the ones who put this shit out. Like right. we, you have control over your business. And that's my point with B. Simone. Like, I don't care who you hired to do something for you you still have to check on them and the work that they're doing for you the buck stops at you like it's nobody else nobody would have known that you knew that you hired a design firm if you hadn't had to come and defend yourself we would have known to blame them instead of you all we see is your name on the shit for one because that's what you wanted us to see exactly so when something's fucked up we looking at you (laughs) not your design firm (laughs) right I don't know them. I know you. <laughs> and in her in her apology on IGTV, she kept she kept saying, you know, like I I apologize. I'm sorry, but I honestly just didn't know. Like she kept saying, but I didn't know. You know, even if it was something that I didn't know about, and it's just like you can't. It's, that's not gonna work. There's no reason for you not to fucking know right. what is going out when your name is on it. There's no reason for you not to know. That's not an excuse. That's not going to pad you. That's not no sugar coat. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's been really crazy watching her make this shit worse. <laughs> Damn, peace got here quick. That was quick. That was only like 20 minutes. Other thing. I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over. <laughs> it's a lot of other things. I'm realizing the influence she had on people. Mm. Like, because this turn is like oh y'all were really fucking with her and now you're not fucking with her at all i mean yeah she got like she got big pretty fast Mm -hmm. 
you know what I'm saying? Let her tell it. She, you know, worked hard for two years on Instagram before she really two years popping, ain't, but ain't long at that's all. not long like no <laughs> that's not long at all that's that's overnight success in the grand scheme of things like yeah two years and it was probably honestly less than that because i remember when her stuff kind of started getting popular on facebook and then it was like as soon as she got popular enough on facebook to start directing people to instagram and also her blew up her getting along with desi made both of their careers blow up their collaborations yeah. yeah so i don't know it's just it's also showing a lot of shit she was saying was all bullshit mm. and people were out here running i with mean this manifest shit <laughs> i would never be able to hear the word manifest and take it serious again <laughs> doing nothing i was gonna say but she's just been pandering yeah, to hurt people. <laughs> to hurt. get people's money like, yeah. in the name of capitalism. She's a scammer. Just so she could get to a million by her 30th birthday. And then she was like, I promise by my 31st, I'm going to have, you know, a million dollar house or I'm going to be a billionaire in 10 years. And I'm just like, no, the fuck you ain't. Not anymore. Sis. <laughs> she might be able to get a million dollar house, but that's in Atlanta. This house is a million dollars. In Atlanta, that's honestly bare minimum, I feel like, of the C class. Because these are not even A-listers. These are D-listers. <laughs> Still social media. Yeah. I don't know if any like people that got really popular on social media are A-listers. Or if they did, it was like YouTube 10 years ago. I mean... Who's the biggest social media person? Christy Teigen. True. But, I mean, she's married to a nigga oh, that's yeah. got an ego. True, but she, <laughs> she developed her personality. Yeah, and it's completely separate from him now. Like, I enjoy her tweets because she, she don't give a fuck. This <laughs> is just really out here, Blanc. Um... All of the fashion girls, like India Love, India Westbrooks, like she's gotten so many deals and like modeling shoots and you know what I'm saying, shit that she's collaborating with, businesses she's starting to. But I also feel like some of that is also niche too, because yeah, it, it depends on whatever, like, I, that's why I don't feel like any of those people, like, or A-listers. Because they're not like... A-listers are like, my mama know who you are. Mm. My uncle, my Household auntie. Name. Yeah. Like, it's a very few select of those. No, even she's not on that level either. And it's all subjective too because who might be famous to me might not, not be famous to you. True. Like, even down true. to like the music shit, I'd be like, yo, I love this shit. Be like... Who? <laughs> like I was like, uh, who was it? Westside Gun when his album came out, I was like, yo, I'm so excited for Westside Gun. People like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like, bro, you don't know who Griselda is? Who? <laughs> Griselda, nigga. Um, I still can't do it. Who? Uh, who do I think has just really light skin Keisha? Like all of those, like 
Because she started kind of on the internet, I guess, and then now she's on fucking love and hip hop. Like that to to a lot of people, especially this day and age, that's like a list shit. Like going from little shit to TV. Yeah, a lot of people take that shit. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was a big deal when Decent and Mira got their show. Yeah. So yeah, that is. But they actually had a, um, they had an actual show. Yeah, they had multiple podcasts. All this reality shit is like, I don't like reality shit because I, I mean, either. first off, it's not real, and it's just feeding us all these bad messages. It's so scripted. Yeah, and it's scripted in the worst way possible. Like, and it's they. It's like they don't expect us to actually be able to tell that this shit was scripted. Right. <laughs> How but, stupid do y'all think we are? Now, once upon a time, you could probably put the wool over our eyes and be like, okay. True. But now we got too much access. We know how the system works. It's way easier for us to see through your bullshit now. Right. It's like, and um, we're still going to fuck with it, but just don't. Don't make it cheesy like that. Right. If you're going to call it reality, make it reality. Like, make it real. Yeah. I just don't get getting all dressed up to go to dope parties and then you're going to fight <laughs> and people. Then, right. And then get in fights with people for you not to speak to them just so you can be arguing on the reunion. I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> Y'all, man. For the reunion to get ratings just for us to do this whole thing again in a couple months with the other sector of this. I completely forgot who's the biggest star to ever come out of social media. Cardi B. Because mm. she took the love of hip hop way. And like really like she's the goat. She really got her money's worth. <laughs> Nobody's as successful as her to mm-hmm. come from that. Because the year she was on was the only year I cared about. But that's also what happens when you have talent. <laughs> and people like her you. talent got her there. Yeah. Because you can't just be on love and hip hop and then think that you're going to throw some shit in our faces with prices on it, thinking that you just going to get rich off the strength of your name. If it's shitty. Right. It's shitty. What el- how many people on love and hip hop have tried to sell us some shit or be something or market themselves for something and we were like also cardi was a version of herself clearly yeah and she showed enough likability and you're like y'all fucks with this shit yeah she because she was just real she was just real like it's just like now when she be she's the only person that when she talks about politics i don't just roll my eyes right like it's, it's refreshing right because it's, it's she it's, puts it so simply and she's so ratchet and it's so funny but she gets it yeah like she completely fully, understands fully. it <laughs> in a way that people at first people would just laugh at her accent but like no she's super intelligent you can't just she, write it off as she a hood rat she know what the fuck she's talking about right um yeah you're right she is the one who like really made it a list because she be out here on these you know lavish red carpets like she got a pepsi commercial she got invited (laughs) to the met gala that's huge like to only be out for less than five years and you got a met gala invitation that's why it was so funny when she got in a fight with nikki and then people were like oh cardi would never be at the met gala be like you do realize that's a superstar 
that's our little hood Cinderella and <laughs> is America's sweetheart and is a Afro Latino woman who speaks broken English <laughs> like that's an American dream if I ever heard of it man the Met Gala looks so lit but yeah yeah. Oh man, if She's I went the to the, one. if I went to the Met Gala, I'd be wilding the fuck out. So would I. Like I'd be all extra like, <laughs> juice acting bougie. When we go to the Met Gala, <laughs> it's gonna be lit. <laughs> the themes, so many different interpretations. I just hope when we go, it's gonna be <laughs> some dark ass shit that I can fully be like, yeah, I'm gonna get my emo goth on. The theme is gonna be like 2020 or something. <laughs> COVID couture. <laughs> COVID couture. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. That's what I'm not looking forward to about the romanticizing of this era. Because um, you know it's going to be tons of bullshit movies like they fell in love in the middle of a quarantine. This is true. And you're just going to see the hand <laughs> go up against like a window, the other window, be like, they couldn't touch, but they fell in love. I can't wait to have you in my arms. Loving each other was risky, so they could never meet. <laughs> in a world full of drama. We have enough of those movies. I know. I don't want to relive some shit that was painful and traumatic to me. Uh-uh, I don't need it. I thought I was going to die for a couple months. Man. <laughs> I think everybody has that like little bit of uh, COVID anxiety. Bro, anytime I cough... <laughs> I think it's the one. Every time. It's like, and then it, pollen's so fucking thick out right now. I leave my house like, oh, I haven't been able to feel my throat all day. Now, yeah, now that it hasn't been like raining as much and we've had like a week of dryness. Yeah. The pollen is out here fluffing back up. Bro, I felt miserable the other day. I did. That's got to be what it is. Because I, I like, I keep feeling like my sinuses are draining, but then they don't. But then I keep having like, like I'm always like, why am I swallowing? Like, why is my throat sore? Right. Like earlier, I had my mask on because I was going places and my nose was just running the entire time. Mm. And then I was like, man, yeah, this is why we got to wear masks. You got to take, take some allergy medicine. Yeah. It's just I, I got out because I was like, let me get out of the house for a little bit. It was a day off and I was like. I didn't plan anything ahead. I just hopped in the shower and put some clothes on. It was out. Yeah, I don't blame you. Shit. Sometimes you just gotta. It's like that if, fresh air hits you for a couple hours. It's like if I don't get out of the house now, I'm not gonna get out. And you're gonna be yeah. And I'm not like last week. I slept in all day, on my off days. Mm. And I was just like, yeah, let me make the most of it. Even though that one day, I think it was Tuesday, it rained. Oh, I got the best sleep, nigga. Oh, yeah, I bet you did. I was like, yeah, this is dope. <laughs> and Cooper don't like the rain, so he was shutting the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> A good-ass rain nap, huh? Um, so... Let's get with the shit. Mm. Um, Dave Chappelle. It's. I'm fully appreciating now that we're in an era that's going to be talked about for a while. 
And so it's going to be monumental things that happen that are going to be played over and over again. Be like, yo, that shit was crazy. Like, that's special. Dave Chappelle is so dope that he could do a stand-up that's not about comedy. And it's a full monologue and you're just on every word. Yeah. Like, and... I don't know, like, it it didn't seem like it was, it, it couldn't have been super rehearsed because this wasn't, like, a full-out production. This yeah. was like, hey, I got some shit to say that I'm finna say, and we need to get people out here at this time, and that's it. Right. Like. It has to be said now. It has to be done now. Like, I'm not finna spend time, like, trying to put shit together and travel and hire a crew and, you know what I'm saying, study lines. Like, I'm not doing that so that's another thing too like that came like off his chest like but it also shows how genius of a level of writer he is yeah it all connected mm-hmm. everything yeah. he said he came back to and i was just like this nigga's just dope as fuck yeah he's a great storyteller that's why we love dave he's yes. he's a story i mean most stand-up comedy is telling stories but to me i feel like he's more of a storyteller yeah. Then a lot of Kevin Hart kind of has that storytelling style too. But Dave Chappelle has that Richard Pryor. Yeah. I'm able to be the eyes and process what's going on now and mm-hmm. put it out there. Mm-hmm. The timeliness of a Chappelle special. That's also why when he said this stuff about like transgender people, it felt so off. Because it's like usually you're the nigga that can see the whole room. Mm. And it was kind of off-putting. But in this special, I also thought it was funny that he literally said some of the things we said last week. Like what? Like towards the end of the episode. Like just, what was it? He said something. I was like, man, we were just talking about that shit. (laughs) I can't remember. But it was it was some parts of it that he literally tied back. And it, it made me realize that no matter how much money niggas got, we are all <laughs> processing, processing the shit in different ways and trying to keep our sanity. And, like, the way he was every, I'm sorry, able to play with numbers, like the 8 minutes, 46 seconds, mm-hmm. and he was born at 8.46 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Or the uh, 8 and 24. 24. That's his birthday and it's Kobe's numbers. Numbers, yeah. I like number play, though. I hate numbers. (laughs) Um, And then the story he told of his great-grandfather going to the White House. That shit was crazy. I feel like... I wonder if um, that's going to become like a little bit of a new wave in storytelling and and stand up what calling on ancestors and doing no not connect. even that but just like um people doing more like raw you know what i'm saying yeah raw my it's kind of open mic style i don't know it's more or less he's It was a, it was, yeah, it was 
an open mic one man show. Mm-hmm. And it also shows that comedy doesn't have to be ha ha. And a lot of you niggas, uh, me, an intellectual, I enjoy comedy that's dark that doesn't have to be ha ha funny. It could be humor, I guess, is the best way. It had, it had its moments, but I mean, that's what comedy is, though. Comedy is about truth. Yeah, and he had to speak truth to power in this moment because nobody else is doing that. Everybody's like, more now than ever. <laughs> <laughs> like these basic generic ass fucking oh, statements. Sick of that now more than ever shit. Like man, shut the fuck up. It's a revolution going on outside. We ain't safe. <laughs> I've been listening to that album so much lately. <laughs> but uh yeah. Chappelle there's only one of those. But he's like a comedian's comedian too. Like he's the one that comedians look look like look at it in awe. Mm-hmm. Him and Bill Burr. This is true. I, wa- I started watching the Bill Burr. And, and Joe uh, Rogan. <laughs> I love Bill Burr so much. I saw clips from that. <laughs> like, the one where he was like, uh, I'm not going to listen to you while you smoke this cigar yeah. in front of an American flag. He's like, I'm not going to listen to you, a non-educated or a non-doctor, <laughs> me being a non-doctor about some shit, you know, while you have a cigar. I'm like, yeah. Right. But only he can do that to Joe Rogan. Only him, because like, anybody it, else would have just had to listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> but Joe Rogan's like, this is Bill Burr. <laughs> um, but it's, it's people like that that have to be able to be consistent no matter what. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like Chappelle was like, I was waiting for Don Lemon to say his name. Mm. Like, have I ever not said anything about these issues? Well, yeah, literally his whole career. His logo is a red, black, and green (laughs) flag. This is true. He has been out here for the people for a while. Yeah. And I do like also that he now is an elder. And he was like, I like the people driving the car. Mm -hmm. And he's going to let the kids do it. Because that's how it is. Older people have to... You have to you have to stand back because even though you experienced a hardship under this same umbrella, it's not the same type of experience. No. This is not your battle anymore. This is this is something a little bit different. You're it's time for you to be an elder in a way that you're not telling us what to do, but you're telling us what may happen or support these fundraisers. And right. You know the organization system. Teach us that. Mm-hmm. That's what y'all need to do instead of just being like, y'all niggas don't understand. Like, a certain person told us that story about Jesse Jackson. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you got to be able to help us in the movement and not try to be the face of the movement. Mm. That's why I respect people like Al Sharpton. Though. Like, Al Sharpton. people really still be talking a lot of shit about Al Sharpton. But that's the, also the other thing. He's so used to it that he's used to taking those slings and arrows. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'll be. That's I'll. suck, though. It's kind of how, he, how he's been the last 30, 40 years. And, he, like, he'll take those because he'll be the bad guy. Because he can take on all that pressure. He's used to it. He's built for it. Mm-hmm. 
some of these new niggas ain't built for that shit. Yeah. I no, ain't you built for it. Not at all. Because <laughs> the first thing these new niggas want to do is clap the fuck back. Right. At everybody. Right. Roland Martin ain't built for this. <laughs> um, but no, this is definitely, you know, this is definitely for our generation to be, to be leading. There's just, it's just too many nuances between then and now for us to need to be the ones to talk about like now we have cell phones and like you know what I'm saying like personal documentation of things like now we have the implementation of body cams and so now we can demand a different kind of justice in a different kind of way now because we got evidence we have evidence right here (laughs) on hand that has been put on the internet most of the time like it's not shit that you can just ignore or try to make up some shit and we just gonna go with it because we weren't there when we saw everything that happened. We saw. We don't have to be there anymore. Right. To, it's to hold account. So. That's also why the whole. I'm glad he went at Candace Owens too. That's another thing. I'm glad that oh, he, yeah. he released it now <laughs> because he could call that bitch out for her shit. <laughs> In and real he caught her a cunt. <laughs> a, I'm sure her stinky pussy. I've never met her, but I'm sure it stinks. <laughs> oh God, he caught her a cunt. That was he went easy on her. To be honest, he really did. He he let up really fast. You could tell he hadn't started. Fr- uh, when he come back and he got Candace Owens jokes, it's gonna be over. When he got Candace Owens oh, jokes shoot. and Azalea Banks jokes, because he just that, when he, he let him off quick. <laughs> I know. Right. I was like, "Ooh, I want more." When he got time, <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, he's, he's like, gonna let that chopper sing. Oh yeah, he gonna read the fuck, out. man. Candace, Especially Azealia. Yeah, she tried to blow up the spot. Man, man, twenty twenty is crazy, weird ass year. But Candace Owens is so fucking dangerous. Also, uh, some people didn't know who Candace Owens was until we talked about her. Really. Yeah, because they were like, I never knew how terrible of a person she was. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Glad to you know. You're welcome. Now let's get this bitch canceled. These are the kind of people that we have to cancel. Bruh, she's the worst kind of coon. And that's why she will continue to be exactly where she's at, getting paid. Because uh, it ain't worth it to me. My cooning is not <laughs> worth it to me. Yeah. What is it to uh, gain the world <laughs> and lose your soul? <laughs> right. Fuck that. Not gonna be me. It's not worth it, bro. Nah. I want to be able to go into soul food places and be like, "Yo, what up?" I want to be able to sleep at night. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I you know wanna... what I'm saying? Like, and man, anybody with hair like that <laughs> ain't living right for me. Any black woman with hair like that, ain't, this ain't living right for me. Like, uh, uh-uh. you know, I've been super angered at her and just other black women um, being super defensive of the cops who yeah. have killed these people, and I'm just like, <laughs> that one girl you went off on Twitter. I looked at her timeline. She is definitely not Uncle Tom, which is funny. <laughs> 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 
she she's not so that's why i was like this tweet came out of nowhere because i did some research too she's been tweeting a lot of black shit yeah she just got caught up but i was like where the fuck did this come from like what made you leave this comment on this situation it was all the things i don't know it was weird Cause I, like the more she kept saying, she was more annoying than anything. And I was like, let me go look at this. Cause she bitch kept talking. trying to do that, but you're calling names, so you're immature. Like, have use, a great day. Have a blessed day. Use my cash app. Blah blah blah. Like, mm, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> she um, didn't have any good points. I also will say I am terribly in love with black women. Not that that was anything different, but it's just it's just different now. <laughs> It's like a different. <laughs> it's like we've been out here showing our ass. Yeah, and it's just like man, I fucks with black women, bro. Fuck all this other shit, bro. We out here reading the fuck out of everybody, not giving a damn. And it's dope as fuck. And I'm just like, yes, immaculate. <laughs> like, yes, queen. <laughs> I've seen so many black women just go off on people like so smooth, like like hold up. <laughs> My Ooh. sister is going off on people. Ooh, okay. She didn't woken up to the revolution. Oh shit! And like we, were, I was talking to her about the Candace Owens thing, and she was like, "I just couldn't do it." I said, "I said I'd do a little cooning for some money." No. <laughs> and she's like, "I can't do it." Yeah. I said, "I said also you're at a place in your career." that you don't have to do shit like that yeah and so it looks even dumber Mm -hmm. because she doesn't have like candace owens doesn't have to do shit like that either yeah so it's just like you and that plus you're making black conservatives look bad you like the attention right but you're not getting the attention on the right shit and it's just it's like a whore that's another thing too is at some point you should be able to get some people around you that can guide you on what's good to post <laughs> for your brand and what's keeping a cohesive message if she had just stayed as the conservative black girl she could have had that lane and also still been black mm-hmm. but she's going about it in a way that you can't come back from she's she's being anti-black yes actively anti-black uh, she and she knows it and then she's falling back on, oh, so black people can't be conservatives? And then real black conservatives are like, that is That's not, not what, what they're saying. <laughs> you, Candace, are wilding the fuck out. Doing too much. Right. But, yeah, each generation has one of those. It's just, we got the worst ones. I just hate that it's so, like, it's glamorized in a way, too, like... But this ain't the time. Mm. And this, like, real shit. It is not. <laughs> I do not wish harm on anybody. But you playing with people's real life emotions and deep-seated fears and anxiety, that shit is not cute. And some people will not react in a way that is conducive. <laughs> some people will fuck you up for this shit is it worth it is it worth like if you have children one day she thinks she's protected though like that's that's another thing about this weird like internet fame is you really think that you just have so many people in your army 
that no matter what you do, you gonna be okay business wise. And it's like, man, y'all gotta get that out of your heads. Also, the niggas that would ride with you the longest is black people if you were doing some kind of productive shit. Mm. But you'd have made us so mad that we we don't care. And when your people ain't fucking with you, you know these other people ain't gonna fuck with you because one day you gonna say some sh- some shit that somewhat makes sense to black people, mm. and they gonna call you all type of n words, and she's just like the rest of them. And then what? You've lost your soul, and you can't come back home because we like nah, nigga. It's a line in the sand right now. We'll cancel your ass right now. You won't come back. <laughs> <laughs> like get on all this you can't cancel people like bullshit I can cancel people we can collectively decide not to fuck with you I can okay like I can I can block you out of everything <laughs> and that includes my vision right like Tommy Lauren does not exist in my world Mm-mm. so when I see people getting mad about stuff like Tommy Lauren posts I'm like why does she exist in your world you actually have to go and do some research like why are you following her like I'm like that with Trump too I'll post some shit every now and then about like how crazy it is but for the most part he does not exist in my world mine either like somebody has to post or repost something that he's doing for right. me to be able to actually see his <laughs> and then my mom then would be like what did Trump say today like why are y'all caring what he says he probably won a Twitter rant. He goes on a Twitter rant every fucking day. I think people are hate watching and listening. He's funny. Don't get me wrong. He's funny as fuck. It's just not funny. <laughs> it's, it's an unbelievable funny. It's like, this can't really be this nigga for real. It's like, what the fuck? We really elected a troll. Ugh. Like a whole ass internet troll. Terrible. And this nigga's out here wilding. You know who else is out here wilding? Who? These uh, these uh, people who don't want to speak up for black trans lives. Mm. Like I, it's a new term I've learned. Talk about it. It's a new term I've learned. Uh, what is it? It's called turf. Gotta see what what it stands for again. My neck has been so tense since I started back working out. (laughs) Okay. A trans exclusionary radical feminist. Hmm. I have seen people saying, acting like that black trans people are not part of Black Lives Matter. Certain demographics, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, black people can't be trans. Right. But also... Or, like, we're not supposed to know about or care about that aspect of your existence. Yeah, like, the people that say something like, you're supposed to be black first. Or, let's work on this now and then we can work on that later. Like, no, that's some fucking bullshit. And we are not going to replace racism with black patriarchy. And then, too, like, that's the oldest trick in the book. Everybody knows saying that, let's do this now. And, <laughs> and then later. we'll revisit this later. The later part don't ever happen. No. Nah. Like, and it's the same thing with civil rights movement. We can't yeah. exclude our brothers and sisters. 
from uh, this. Of any kind. No. Period. We ain't free till we all free. And that's the realest shit. And literally, because I mean, think about it. It would make no sense for us to, you know, have a breakthrough and we have a, a strike or a streak where we haven't had any killings by the police. But then that changes and those numbers spike again. Only now all of the murders are happening to the LGBT community sector of the black community. And it's just like, so then what do we stop being angry and protesting and rioting because you know what I'm saying? Like we got to be against police brutality and any type of injustice completely it makes no sense to fight for this freedom now if it's not gonna be for everybody like yeah and i've also been seeing tweets and people say uh leave it to uh why can't this be for men or why why women why black women and uh black gay people gotta try to uh make it about them it's like everything like shut your ignorant ass up bitch look (laughs) it's only gonna work if we work together and the bigger coalition we have the more shit we can get done that helps everybody out. Mm-hmm. Quit being so fucking selfish mm-hmm. and making this about you. We have talked about black men being uh, beat and killed by police for decades. But we do not talk about women who are harassed and experience all the same things we do. And on top of that, a whole bunch of other issues from having people in power that get away with things mm. and also with trans and gay people who also experience that level of abuse and trauma and those victims go unheard people i was listening i accidentally listened to D.O. Heakley's show the other day and he was talking about i think because billy porter had said something about like black trans lives mattering and stuff mm. And D.L. Hughley is so fucking stupid. And he was just going on his rant being like, is there a history of uh, of black and gay and trans people being killed by the police and the numbers that uh, black people experience? Like, motherfucker, you do realize black people are also those things also. We didn't separate. Right. People whitewash. The statistics. People whitewash the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Black and white people whitewash it. That's true. That's very true. And that way, by not, that's all That's all they're saying by saying trans lives matter. Black trans lives matter. Because you act like these motherfuckers don't exist. Mm. That's, that's it. <laughs> like, it, in Period. the same way that white people act like racism doesn't exist or a pandemic doesn't exist. I also realize that's why white people out here wild and they used to acting like a shit don't exist. They are way too comfortable. (laughs) Right. They act like racism doesn't exist. You think some germs are going to scare these motherfuckers? (laughs) And that's why uh, I know we talk about it all the time, especially now, but I don't understand how restaurants are about to start opening back up because it's like bars too because it's just like 
on one hand, we see everybody talking about how, you know, masks are about to be the way of life for so long. And now, you know, everybody's asking for you to wear masks and gloves. That's just part of guidelines. That's part of protocol for going anywhere. But you're not going to wear a mask and gloves when you're about to go eat. No. This shit about to be wild. And that's kind of dangerous. Very. So I'm just like, what is the world going through? It's going through the same thing that's always happened. Terrible things are happening and people are acting like they don't fucking exist. Mm. That's the problem. People are acting like we are just willing this shit. We're manifesting (laughs) (laughs) this virus out of us. This whole like tornado bullshit. Like if it's not, if I don't see it, it doesn't exist. No. That's not how anything works in reality, sweetheart. 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 And then also, uh, we also got to talk about some famous uh, LGBTQ plus uh, civil rights leaders. Such who ha- uh, Bayard uh, Rustin, who helped Dr. King. He um he literally helped organize the Montgomery bus boycott with Dr. King, mm. and was a big follower of Gandhi's methods, and he also collaborated with Dr. King, and that's how the nonviolent protests, yeah, how it started. Also, he organized the March on Washington. So, yeah. And he was arrested, I believe, in 1950s for being in a car with two men for having sex. And he was listed as a sex offender, all this other type of stuff. Damn, I didn't know that. And he uh he came out of the closet in the 80s. But recently, people have been honoring him more. Uh, they pardoned him for mm-hmm. his conviction in California. And I believe he was given the Presidential Medal of freedom in his later years well no obama did obama gave him post uh is it humus how do you say it posthumous yeah also we got my favorite uh writer of all time james baldwin oh yeah and you know james baldwin is dope as fuck (laughs) as you know (laughs) big fan uh then we also got audrey lord who pretty much essentially created intersectionality within the feminist movement uh audrey lord is has got so many i've only read a couple of her essays i haven't really done deep dive in her books but i plan on doing that one day some things i just eventually i'm like i'll do that one day i don't think i knew who she was really Mm-mm. she she is more or less the godmother of black of the black feminist movement. Okay. Oh, so, Lord. it's A-U-D-R-E-L-O-R-D-E. And we also got Marsha P. Johnson. Marsha P. Johnson. Who started uh, the riot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she started the Stonewall riots and was a uh, trans woman and phenomenal woman. Uh, but yeah, those are people that have helped civil rights for everybody. We should remember those names, especially because essentially this is our second black history month of the year. And as a black history fan, I am fucking with this shit. 
a lot of, a lot of people <laughs> been learning about a lot of new black history like i have seen more like just quick little F- fyis all over mm-hmm. the place and it's just like damn and it's like my boy she be like what <laughs> do what I never knew never would have known so yeah um it's been an interesting time like we're we're learning these facts but at the same time we're experiencing the same pain of our history you know like also we're also coming in terms with our just how many buildings are named after racist people (laughs) (laughs) like we all grew up like whatever town you're from and you know it's people's names all over shit all the time and you're just like who are they some old white dude in history book never really think about it come to find out those old white dudes in history books are horrible (laughs) the biggest racist and all the almost every government building is named after a racist (laughs) and i wonder why like why why in the schools because country is racist as fuck (laughs) why in the schools though like do that on your own personal business block uh ashley was talking about how some of the buildings at a&m are named after like racist people Mm -hmm. and i was thinking you really want to think about it no building should be named after any politician in alabama before 1980 (laughs) i agree unless you're black those are the only people that we should be able to be like okay dr king yeah Fred Shuttersworth, yeah. I can fuck with it. All these other, like, mm-mm, I don't want to hear nothing <laughs> from uh, George Wallace, Stonewall Jackson, anybody. Anybody from the past that fucked up black people. It's time. And these Confederate statues are coming down. Ooh, finally. Yeah. You know, why does it always take some traumatic shit for them to get rid of their fucking race, like, clear racist shit? Hey, your boy uh, Colton been out here wilding. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. Oh, shit. I just. Somebody Facebooked me today and they were like, yo, your boy is wilding. I'm like, he ain't my boy. Yeah. I got a message about that last night. I was like, I don't have Facebook no more. So they had to do a lot of screenshotting, but I was like, yep. Hey, he's a racist. That shit's crazy. I like. I was looking at pictures of his wedding today because I took a lot of pictures at the wedding. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, I, I, I've given him enough grace. I just don't understand. Like, how do you, how do you have black friends, especially multiples, and you still have this mindset? Because white supremacy makes him feel like a, a real man. And I don't know why. Right. That's his journey. <sighs> I'm so sick of these niggas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm sick of a lot of white people. <laughs> and it's not all white people, of course. But it's just, it's the ones that are refusing to change. And just thumb their nose at me. I don't, I don't care. I agree. 
and I'm not going to waste any more of my energy mm. in trying mm-hmm. to save you. You don't want to be saved. Don't save her. Talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah, nah. Fuck. Yeah, fuck that shit. Fuck all of this. Fuck everything at this point. Right. And it's going to come a time that I'm going to have to be like, yo, fuck some of you niggas too. <laughs> I'm laying off on some of that shit now. True. Let it out. Let but, it out. but yeah. Eventually. I've also been feeling myself a lot lately. Oh no. You had time to get to know yourself. That's the one good thing about this shit. All this shit. We've all had enough time to really do the work on ourselves. Some of us have not done it and they're terrible people. Boom. But <laughs> just gonna say <laughs> Fuck them motherfuckers. But everybody else is out here trying to improve themselves. Trying to get better, yeah. That's yeah. something. And I'm fucking with it. It's giving me hope in the world. Mm-hmm. For the first time in a while, I feel like we might be able to change some shit. If I can change myself and everybody else is trying to change the world, we can change everything. But, yeah. But I do have my my uh, third eye open. <laughs> I ain't entertaining no bullshit. Yeah. I, I I started talking to this girl on uh, Hinge, and everything was going good. And then uh, we talked way too long. And then I was like, "Yeah, I never want to meet this person." <laughs> you ran out of shit to say. No, like she had tons of a lot. Yeah, it's like tons of telling things. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if you're gonna be able to merge telling things like what she's from Cali. Okay, uh, but she's. In the doctoral program at A and M now. Okay. And she's been all around the country, and she was just talking about how ghetto A and M is, and how uh, all these other people are scared to talk to their professors and stand up for what's right. And I was like, "Yeah, that's part of being southern." And Have she was, "You done that, sis?" Right. And then she was like, "Yeah, I'm glad I'm not southern." And I was just thinking, "Mm-mm." And then I, I tried to change the subject, so you know, my go-to: What kind of music do you like? <laughs> And she was like, I don't really have any favorites, mostly rap and R&B, but I really fuck with Gates, meaning Kevin Gates. And at that moment, I was like, oh, no. I feel like. And then she said, "Uh, we have a lot in common. That's when I knew. Uh Uh-uh. God, thank you for keeping my eyes open. (laughs) And I'm not just out here just trying to waste time with people because I'm lonely because I'm not lonely. And I'm like, nah, I'm just not going to talk to this person. No, I feel like, honestly, that was some pick-me shit that reversed. It backfired. It's what happened. Like, That's what I think. She was definitely feeling me. But it was just like, mm, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to force anything. <laughs> like, yeah. And then she just came off like, hmm, those are some of my pet fees. Like, not respecting older black people. Mm-hmm. Just like, and then just saying like, if you talk shit about A&M and you didn't go to A&M, I ain't fucking with you. 
true. Now you're just a hater. Yeah. Now you just act like, oh, everything is just better than the South. And I'm a Southern man. <laughs> I am prideful as shit. Nothing wrong with the South. It's just some of the people. Right. And I don't like niggas that come down here and act like we all some country ass fucking bumming. Bum- <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> like, what's the tallest building in Huntsville? <laughs> I don't know, nigga. Google shit. Right. Like, man, shut the fuck up. Get y'all hate ass. <laughs> That's what also when I realized, I don't know if I could date a non-Southern woman. And I never thought about it before. It's just, oh no, man. I can't bring your snobby ass to my mama's house. <laughs> you talking shit, talking. You gave me too many red flags by saying you don't fuck with older black people and don't just do. Because... <laughs> In the South, sometimes you just gotta do some shit because an old black person told you to do it. Not like you just gotta be like, it ain't worth the fight. True. You don't want to do it. <laughs> it's some bullshit. Responsibilities, <laughs> right? But it's gonna come a time where it's gonna be some stupid ass petty shit that you just gotta have to be like, that fine. And I. And I just can't bring some lady in my my mama's house disrespected <laughs> off jump. Now nah, you gotta earn that shit. Mm-hmm. My sister just got to be able to say some shit to my mom. <laughs> I was gonna say my mama like finally stopped tripping for me saying the word like lie or but. Those used to be like hardcore bad words in our house you couldn't say lie like oh she lied you couldn't say but you had to say like a booty or bottom i don't know yeah i mean we can't just bring some reckless ass niggas to our parents houses (laughs) hell no like nah nigga you make me look bad (laughs) we just now getting to the the correct level of respect i know who is mutual for somewhat You're not finna walk in here and and just let these bottoms and lies fly <laughs> in front of my mama. Like, hold up. <laughs> That's one of those things that I guess I didn't realize about myself. It's just like it's just certain things I ain't gonna fuck with. But yeah, tell, ladies, if you ever tell a man, I mean, some men might be attracted to people that like Kevin Gates. <laughs> But I hate Kevin Gates, and I hate everything Kevin Gates stands for. So if you say you really fuck with him, and y'all got a lot in common, you a motherfucker. I don't need to be around. What? Um. Every time I get ready to say this, I forget. I can't remember. Keep going. What was it? Deal with. Um. What you were just like bringing somebody home to your parents. And certain things I can't deal with. I didn't realize about myself. Ladies, if, if you like Kevin Gates. <laughs> oh, um, I was going to say that that kind of. Her saying Kevin Gates to me, like. It, it kind of felt like some pick me shit. Like. I don't know. Like, you know how some people will just say what they think wants to be heard right in every situation she gave me other answers that were kind of like that 
And then she let me know that she had been in Huntsville and she didn't know many people and shit like that. It was like mm-hmm. all these red flags. And I was at work, so I'm bored. But then, like, as it go- went on, I was just like, I don't, I don't know if I like this person. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm not being picky. <laughs> well, yes, I am. Fuck I mean, it. sometimes you just literally don't like the conversation. Like, it's some people, it's some things that people can tell you that you be like, I don't think we're gonna get along. And I ain't going to be sitting up here listening to no uh, <laughs> Kevin Gates or no uh, Rod Wave and all this other shit. Mm-mm. Like, nah, I don't need that shit in my spirit. And plus, I'm so anal about music. It would just, I would not be an enjoyable person around you. <laughs> this is true. I'll be like, you listen to this fucking bullshit. I'm a snob. <laughs> the, inter- the interaction would be so off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so particular about shit that I've realized that whenever I do meet that person, it's just gonna be so fucking awkward. That everybody's gonna be like, "Oh my god, you met her!" <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's gonna be the complete opposite. What? It's just gonna make sense. Yeah. Like, okay, nigga, I see you. Yeah, I do catch fish too. <laughs> <laughs> but she's gonna have to be so corny that it's just funny to me. Because I'm corny as fuck. Mm. But I love it. Because it's funny. It's way funnier to be corny than to try to be that cool ass nigga. <laughs> Pressure's off. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Fuck, like, who are you trying to be cool for to begin with? I ain't trying to be cool. That old chance uh, rapper song. I don't want to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> that, hey. What was it? Was that Surf? Uh, yeah. That that, that was, was a, a summer good, good that was a good summer project. That was a great project. I love me some surf. Yep. Oh man. Um I guess we need to talk about insecure also. Oh yeah, let's do it. I guess we can do like a just a, a season wrap up. Yeah. Might as well. Because some episodes we've talked about it and then some episodes I've I cut it out. That's true. This is the best season so far. By a long shot. I agree. Yeah. I agree. The writing has been perfect. And I guess also because I'm able to relate to stuff. Mm. It is dope to be an adult and actually be able to relate to, to relate the shit to what's you watch going on. Like, yeah. yes. It's like, yes, okay. I'm not crazy. Finally, Everybody else is trying to figure this shit out yeah, too. Yeah, finally a storyline that I don't have to like imagine. Like I can just relate to immediately. Right. Like I can relate to Issa's character because I live alone and it's just <laughs> I'm trying to make trying shit, trying shit. Won't, Won't work. work. <laughs> trying shit. Trying shit. <laughs> Switch it up. And so, yeah. I'm glad that this show doesn't just show only, like, successful people. It shows w- more successful people than average. But it also shows the struggle in being the not successful person in a group mm-hmm. of successful friends. Boom. That's it. And I feel like that is a story that a lot of people can relate to especially in this day and age where like so many people have their own businesses and 
You know what I'm saying? Like, right. It's niggas making shit happen, and then it's also tons of people on social media acting like they're making shit happen. So you feel like I'm the only person that doesn't have this figured. I'm a fucking weirdo. This is true. This is very true. And so to see people who are successful and don't have it figured out, like Molly, and you have Issa, who is on her grind, but she still hasn't had the breakthrough yet. Mm. But she's not stressing over it. It's dope. Really thought, really thought her and Lawrence were about to ride off into the sunset on this episode. And then, like when the season first started, we had talked about I didn't want them back together. And then it it made so much sense. And it was like, you know what? Like when they went on the date like two episodes ago, I was like, oh, this is. This gotta happen. It's so nice, and it's like okay, you see people reconnect, and then you be like, "Man, I'm gonna send this risky text." <laughs> they no, they just really be having like really good chemistry. Like they play off of each other well. Yeah. Um, like they, even their corniness. Yeah, it, it's intertwined. Like. Both of them are on the same level of corniness. Yeah, and it's not forced. Or if it is forced, it's for dramatic effect. It makes it funny. Exactly. Like, it's not... I don't know. And the way this season has been shot, not that it hasn't been shot good cinematography-wise, but this season stepped it up. This season was different. Like... I like the way they played with, like, electric light. Yes. It was, like... On dark skin, it just looks so dope, mm-hmm. and just the way they use colors. But that last, that last shot though, that close up of Issa outside, like that was a dope ass shot where you could see like the solar, little solar reflectors like mm-hmm. popping off the lens. Like that was a dope ass shot, and mm-hmm. we do need. We need that like escape. I guess. Like I think that's what it is. Like it it really makes you feel like you're there. Like And then also in this pandemic, it hasn't been new shows. Yeah. This is the only one that's been like brand new, completely before Corona. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna have any corona related bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's how life used to be. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm gonna enjoy this. And I'm so sad it's off now. I can't, like, I really wish I could explain the atmosphere that it gives off. It's just like a, it's almost like a carefully, a carefree black city that they live in. It's it's like a carefree, even though it's not perfect, but it's still just kind of like this, this niche utopia in LA where the biggest issue is who you're dating which is an issue everywhere so it's it's I don't know it draws you in and then plus you either hate some people or you love other Mm, people mm. which I was kind of indifferent on Issa before this season I fell in love with Issa this season I've always loved Issa her it's her awkwardness that got me I mean I, I I found her awkwardness like cute but I felt like she was not willing to fully take the blame for some of the shit she was doing. Yeah. I mean, that was 
I think that was honestly a realistic portrayal of <laughs> people our age. Yeah. But that's also true. to see that happen like in a relationship dynamic. There were times when neither her nor Molly were like really fully accepting shit. Even though when it comes to her and Molly, I feel like she definitely <laughs> she definitely was um a little bit more clear minded and clear headed yeah. on some of their issues. Um But yeah, I don't I don't know. It just it just it's so well written. My favorite character this season was Andrew and Bro, I'm so glad you got out of that bad situation. <laughs> like when uh, they were about to have the, uh, when they were having to come to Jesus moment, mm. I was like, yes, bro. Yes, King. Get uh, get it. Get it. Read her for filth. Man, Molly, like we already could kind of tell Molly was having her issues, but towards the end, she just got too selfish and too like self self absorbed and just self righteous like, wrapped fuck. up in her own shit and nothing she did was wrong and I think I think the thing about her and Issa is like it literally being two sides to a coin. Like I feel yeah. like I I feel like her and Issa are all of our like inner battles with ourselves. Like because we can relate to both of them. And that's why we project shit on them and be like, uh, I don't know what the fuck this thing was thinking. Right. <laughs> like, it's because it's a part of you or a part of a friend that you love or a friend that you've fallen out with. Mm-hmm. It's real life people that we've all met. Yes. And so it's, it just implies the shit that just, like, I want it. This is going to sound fucked up. I just really wanted Molly to get her feelings all the way hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> cause like he, Andrew was fed up and he did it in the most polite way possible and mm-hmm. told herself about herself. Yeah. And then he hit her with the, uh, knockout punch with the, what are you fighting for? Mm. She don't fucking know. And she couldn't, she had nothing to say. But it's just like I told you, I think like two weeks ago. I don't think I put it up. She don't want a good man. Yeah, nah. She just wants to play the victim all the time. Yeah. Like, she wants somebody either she can roll over and they will never be able to check her. And I know tons of women like that. (laughs) That they want to be in a position of power. And they will take... Like, they would uh, rather have that over somebody's head. Like, well, at least I'm more successful than you. Yeah. What's the point, though? Those are the people that just want to be in a relationship. (laughs) And it's just like, for a while, I I think I was one of those people. But now Mm. I'm not. Now I don't just want to be in a relationship. I I want to be in a relationship that works. And that's a big difference. Yeah, it is. Molly just wanted a body. She just wanted, yeah. It, It didn't matter who. Hers was about status and and outward appearances. And going back to how personal it is, it's almost what we talked about a couple of months ago when we were like, we want to bring be able to bring somebody home so our parents would be like, okay, yeah, we 
Mom and dad, we figured it out. Right. She wanted that approval to be like, okay, Molly finally got a man. Molly doing this, Molly doing that. But you're doing it for the wrong purpose. Wrong reasons. And it's getting you fucked up. And it's getting you so fucked up that you're running away good men in the process. Happens all too often. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, bro, we have all been there. (laughs) Like, I'm chasing all these chicken heads. And I'm blowing it with this chick I got a good shot with. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's real. It's real. I mean, and Issa called it, though. That was foreshadowing, too. Because when she was, um, when they had their fight at the block party, didn't she say something like, don't call me when... When your relationship with Andrew fucks up or something. Yeah. We all knew. The funniest shit about people personalizing this shit is this uh this girl, she has a podcast actually in Huntsville, but she tweeted last night, she was like, I just don't like the way that Condola did us <laughs> talk about uh <laughs> Issa, Lawrence, and her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she said we. I was like, we <laughs> That shit. I mean, okay. There's a lot to be said about Condola being pregnant. It is. Um, First, it lets us know that there was not many uh, contraceptive uh, around. Right. So irresponsibility on both of their parts. Um. And it's literally coming back to bite them in the ass because neither one of them want this right now because they're not together. But I kind of feel like she kind of want this. That's how I feel, too. Like, it's the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like I, I don't think it's the trying to trap a man. Yeah, not thing. necessarily calculated, but but I think she kind of feels like if this is how I have a baby. I'm going to have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. But she did low key guilt him into, well, if you don't want to do nothing with this Mm -hmm. baby, me like you ain't shit nigga. If you don't want to have nothing to do with me and this baby. I will be okay. I'll be all right. Lying her ass off. (laughs) Um, But so now there was so much foreshadowing too in the beginning because. Well, not even necessarily foreshadowing, but a little bit. When Issa was like, you know, he found out that he had gotten his job. And they were trying to figure out, you know, what they were. And Issa was basically saying, you know, I feel like, you know, if we both want this to work, it can work. And I want it to work and yada, yada, yada. And now it's kind of like, shit, I got to put my foot in my mouth on that because... I don't know if I can sign up to be a stepmama to Condola's child. <laughs> yeah. With basically the nigga that I never stopped being in love with that now I finally get to be with and it looked like it's about to be my happily ever after. Here come this bullshit. But also on Lawrence's part, it's the same thing because for one he can't do nothing but be a good father because she's going to keep it and he not finna be a deadbeat so like he literally has he does not have a choice 
Thank God I've never been in that situation. <laughs> like, bro, that is to be having a kid with somebody you know. God, no, I don't want to have a child with you. But you know, because I would be, I couldn't be no deadbeat ass fucking dad. Uh-huh. I'd be like, man, fuck, I had to raise yeah, this no, kid with this I bitch. Mean, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't see Lawrence being that way either. Like, and I just, that's gotta suck. Because you've tried to do the right thing. Like, rights are wrong, right and wrong. Lawrence has always seemed to be like a pretty rational person, level headed. Yeah. Right. And, and I guess it's, it's probably why it's fucking with him so much that he made a mistake. Mm hmm. And then also, it's just the way he found out that she wasn't feeling him. And she was kind of just using him. And for this to happen, that's that's got to feel like she trapped him. Yeah. Even though I don't... I don't like the narrative of trapping a man. Mm. Because that, that takes away my part into it. Yeah, it takes a little bit of accountability out of there. Right. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could kind of see... Like, I don't, I mean, all right, this is how we'll say it. If, what's the girl that uh, he fucked? Keisha at the end of season one? Tasha. Tasha. If Tasha had gotten pregnant, I wouldn't feel like she's trying to trap Lawrence. Because mm. Lawrence was not a prize. <laughs> and they were... I don't know if in the beginning they were just kind of fucking around, right? But yeah. Like she really was feeling him and he was kind of like, mm. yeah. Like you cute, but <laughs> you fine. She was fine too. But like, but this condola thing always seemed like she was way more calculated. Yeah. It does. I also love that people will not say condola. <laughs> like condolences or <laughs> consolidate. <laughs> console um <laughs> <laughs> uh, like like people hate her and they've hated her from the beginning that shit is hilarious to me <laughs> that is hilarious <laughs> but yeah man yeah I, what do you think happens going forward um with Lawrence and Issa and Condola or just yeah, because I I really feel like I don't see Andrew and Molly being together. Andrew and Molly are not going to be together. Like that was it. Um, I think Molly is is finally going to realize like how deeply she needs therapy because this is the only kind of thing that could make her come to her senses about like how much she needs to take her therapy seriously. I feel like she's not going to do that, though, because she's just going to fall back into investing in her friendship with Issa. Mm. And that's what a lot of fucked up people do. Once they bullshit relationship don't work out, what you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm doing me, nigga. I don't know what the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, I have been uh, that friend. mm -hmm. Like, oh, they really fucking with me now, huh? Somebody must have broke their heart. You're right. So that could happen, too. Um I feel like something's going to happen where Condola doesn't have the baby or she has the baby, but she is like halfway across the country. 
to where like basically Lawrence still won't have to have like this memory of this old relationship that he just got out of right before he got back in it with his ex boo or whatever. What if the baby isn't Lawrence's? Or that. Because I was thinking that. Because, you know, like the old fan theory that Tiffany's baby isn't. Oh, yeah. What's his, what's his name? I always forget it. I always forget it, too. Her husband. It, that He's not the father. Maybe they can use that. What is his name? <laughs> it's hard enough for me to call Tiffany Tiffany and not uh, Amanda Seals. <laughs> Who somehow I felt sympathy for her to uh, because of the, the show. Time. Yeah. Luckily, she hasn't been out here being too uh, problematic lately. She did stand up for a B Simone with the whole having a preference. Oh. I was like, oh, of course he would. So did DJ Envy, and I was like, uh. man, you got quit listening Breakfast Club. <laughs> I just hear snippets. <laughs> Defund the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Abolish the breakfast club I saw that um, I don't know if you saw on Twitter that I retweeted But that one clip of uh, Kiki Palmer um, When she went on there Basically just talking about like people silencing Black women Because she was talking about her whole like Trey songs Oh yeah uh, Encounter and how DJ Envy was like, you know, are you sure it wasn't mis- a misunderstanding? Right. And it's just like. He, he reveals himself to be an ancient nigga. He's so terrible. Um, Yeah, I remember that too. Also, people did that thing to where they were like, I mean, they kind of were in a way slut shaming. I mean, like, oh, so you wouldn't like Trey songs to. You wouldn't feel honored right. to trace on like, no, I don't feel honored at creepy motherfuckers being a creepy motherfucker. Right. People, man, people got some sick. People hate women. <laughs> Especially the black kind. Yes. Those blackies, like, they just don't like those women. Yeah, I love, I love how Kiki was just like, nah, fuck that. Like, I'm going to sit up here and tell, you know what I'm saying, what the fuck I got going on. And this is what it is. I love her so much. Only only thing about that kind of stuff is like usually women get hunted out for doing shit like that. Yeah. Any in any uh inaccuracy or any they gonna trial and test all this shit to make sure that Trey Songs is an outstanding black man. Mm-hmm. Which Trey Songs has shown in the past. It's kind of a creep. Right. Are we surprised? No. We have this connection to where we tie morality to attractive people. Mm. And I don't know why you would tie morality to any R&B singer. The only one I tie some to is maybe John Legend. <laughs> I can't see John Legend out here being a fuckboy. <laughs> this is true. I can't either. It's just not in his He looks blood. like Arthur. <laughs> I've seen those memes. <laughs> John Legend is the only man that I would be like, he's kind of adorable. <laughs> he do look like Arthur. Wow. He Arthur AF. 
That's crazy. Yo, him and uh, Chrissy Teigen's uh, both their kids look like John Legend, but that boy, that's a clone. I don't know if we've gotten to cloning people. They have his face. Yeah. Period. The only thing of Chrissy Teigen he has is the nose because he doesn't have John Legend's nose. Mm, that's true. But it's like, man, no, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who else could I not see being a fuck boy? Nobody else. <laughs> John Legend's the only one. If you're talking about R&B, I got nobody for you. <laughs> R&B by default is a fuckboy genre. Mm. Maybe that's why women like fuckboys. I think so. Y'all been listening to this bullshit y'all tired of. <laughs> Brainwashed. Brainwashed. Why would you look at Jamie Wine and think that he's a good person? <laughs> <laughs> what is it about Chris Brown that you really thought was going to be a good person? We really thought he was so innocent at first. <laughs> and then we lost him. The, the trajectory that that nigga was on at one point in his career. Oof. We thought we deadly. had a Michael Jackson. Ooh, so deadly. <laughs> you riding a Lamborghini with Rihanna <laughs> one night and you get really in your toxic bag and the world changes. Yo, her, I still remember that picture that surfaced of her I face. Can, I can never block that picture out. It is. Ooh. Yeah. That, yeah, that was, that was one of those before and after moments mm-hmm. where you're like, yeah, this is different. Yeah. Because like, you were hearing about it and then TMZ leaked it and you're like, oh, shit. I'm glad that they, um, I'm glad that they stopped dating. Yes. Because when she went back, and then people were like, "Oh my God, it's true love." People, people have a weird addiction Fetish to and, for yeah. toxic love. Like that, I retweeted it. Like I think like last week, somebody was like, uh, uh, "Left Eye in nineteen ninety four or whatever," and it showed when she burned down the uh, thing. What's his name? Rice's house. Andre Rosen's house. Yeah. And then she was. Somebody was like hard eyes and he looked for her in every jail until he found her and he's like yeah but he also beat the shit out of her at a supermarket and the reason she burned his house down was because she was tired of getting beat right and yeah she went back to him okay but man deliver me she wasn't even trying to burn his house down yeah she was just trying to burn his jordans (laughs) man hey that's how you get to a nigga throw some shoes in shit escalated quickly right as a metaphor so thank you guys for tuning in today to suburban pod if you would like to follow me on twitter you can find me at curvy brown girl and you can find me at a kid named juice some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey battle you can follow him on soundcloud at djc battle new episodes available every thursday